today on Transforming Lives. The expansion of the kingdom of God is the result of being in the center of God's will. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory in Alexandria, Virginia, a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making organization with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. Isaiah chapter 54. And I want to read verses 2 and 3. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the kitings of your dwelling. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nation and make the desolate cities inhabited. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. We bless you, Lord, because you are faithful and true. We magnify your holy name. Open our understanding this um, morning. Minister life unto us, quicken us. We give you all the glory. I pray for your people. Give them hearts to believe, minds to understand, and wills to obey. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Please be seated. Our famous golfer years ago was invited by the king of Saudi Arabia to play in a golf tournament. Uh, when this um, golfer went, um, the um, king sent his private jet to transport the golfer from the U.S. To Saudi Arabia, they went to spend several days playing. After the tournament, when the um, golfer was about to leave, the king said to him, um, I want to give you a gift for coming all this way to play in the tournament and to make, um, make this time so special. The golfer said to the king, oh no, um, don't worry about it. Don't, Give me anything. I had a wonderful time. You were such a wonderful host. The king was adamant and said to him, No, I want to give you a gift. When the golfer found out that the king was insistent and resolute, he decided, he said, Well, okay, I collect golf clubs. And so why don't you give me a golf club? He boarded the plane and on his way back, the golfer began to reminisce concerning what might the king give him. Maybe the king might give him a gold putty, or maybe the king might give him a engraved diamond uh, um, stutter. Um, and he thought about it when he arrived home, he was always watching his mail and looking out for the carrier to find out what might the king of Saudi Arabia give him. Several weeks after he received a certified male. He was kind of concerned and wondered, I mean, he was looking for a golf club, um, at least in a box and not a certified male. But when he opened the letter, he saw a deed for 500 acres of golf course. You see, kings think differently than we do. This golfer was thinking about a simple golf club, 
the king was thinking about the entire Gulf Coast. We serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We serve Jesus himself and he, God, has provided for us and desire for us to experience abundant life. He has a plan for our lives and he wants us to be successful and to expand his kingdom. He wants us to live rich and fulfilling lives. He wants us to live every moment of our day understanding that he is a good God and he is faithful. You see, people who expand the kingdom of God are people who are conscious of what God is able to do in their lives and they are living their lives moment by moment, trusting and believing that God is faithful and that God is able to do great things in their lives. They are kingdom-minded and they live an abundant life with the uh, uh, potential, I mean, with the, 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 the sense of maximizing their potential. The passage we just read, the Bible tells us God was speaking to the children of Israel, I mean to Isaiah, and uh, um, telling the children of Israel concerning what they, would, they need to do. And he said to them, enlarge the place of your tent, let them stretch out your kites or the kites of your dwelling. Do not spare, lengthen your course, strengthen your states, for you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants shall inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. What this passage is telling us is that we need to enlarge our capacity. Enlarge our capacity to love God and to serve people. Enlarge our capacity to trust God for great things. Enlarge our capacity to share the gospel with people in our communities. Enlarge our capacity to flow and to, to, to follow the leading and the, the direction of the Holy Spirit. Enlarge our capacity to influence our world. In short, this passage is challenging us to expand the kingdom of God. That's what this scripture is letting us know. Now, what I want to do today as we uh, uh, um, contemplate on uh, um, this year and what we are going to do in the coming years to come, I want us uh, uh, um, to, to begin a series uh, by teaching on the principles of kingdom expansion. It is so fitting as we look at um, this passage and look at our own lives to find out what we need to do or what principles we need to apply into our lives to expand the kingdom of God. Uh, I want to challenge us and encourage us and, uh, and, and, and implore us to, to live for God and believe God for more and trust God that God is able to use our lives to make a difference in our generation and in our society or community. Amen. Now, what I want to do over the next couple of weeks is to share with us various principles, and I want to use an acronym to help us, for us to be able to understand and to remember what we'll be sharing. Amen. I want to use, uh, 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 using the, the letter T 
and, and, and talk to us about several words that will help us over the next couple of weeks concerning how we as believers can expand the kingdom and more especially as members of Bethel, how can we expand the kingdom of God and live our lives in such a way that we are operating in victory and dominion. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, let me give you these words. Uh, the first word that we will be focusing on is stink. Say thing. Amen. And so we'll, the first principle that we'll be talking about is changing the way you think. Amen. Uh, if you read the scripture over and over again, God is so particular of what you think. I mean, the thoughts that you have. And God is so particular of how you think. Amen. And so if we will expand the kingdom of God, we need to change the way we think. We need to begin to think like God thinks. Amen. And we need to operate the way God operates. Second thing that we want to share with you concerning is the word taste, taste, taste. I want to share with you concerning is tasting the goodness of God. Amen. You see, if, if you understand how good God is and how faithful God is to, to, to bless your life and to enrich your life and to use your life, you will understand how it is important to expand the kingdom of God. So we want to share with you concerning the promises and the plans that God has for you so that you can enjoy the goodness of God in your life. Say hallelujah. Amen. The third word, I mean, the, the third word is trust. Say trust. Amen. Not only should you change the way you think or taste the goodness of God, but you don't need to trust God with all your heart. You see, for you to accomplish all that God wants you to accomplish, you need to trust God and know that God is able to bring to pass in your life those things that he has purposed or spoken over you. Say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The fourth thing is to tell. Say tell. Not only should you think, change the way you think, taste the goodness of God, trust God with all your heart, but you need to tell people about the goodness of God. You need to be a, an advocate of what God is doing. You need to be a, 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 a trumpet, an agent of God to, to let people know about what, how good God is and what God wants to do in their lives. Amen. The fifth thing that we'll be talking about, the fifth word is train. Say train. train. Amen. So you need to change the way you think. Taste the goodness of God. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Tell the world of the goodness of God and then train others to follow Jesus. Amen. We want to focus on being disciple makers. It's not important. It's not sufficient for us to just come to church regularly, but we need to invest our lives in people's lives. Amen. Challenge them, encourage them, minister unto them. Amen. Make a difference in your life. And last but not the least, we want to, the, the last word is together. Say together. Amen. And so you change the way you think, taste the goodness of God, trust the Lord with all your heart, tell the word of, the, of God's goodness, train others to follow Jesus, and work together and watch the kingdom of God expand. Amen. One of the greatest uh, uh, um, strength that we have is when we get together and work together for a common good and allow God by his spirit to work in our lives. Amen. Now, what I want to do this morning 
is actually to give you an example or several examples of what it means to expand the kingdom of God. I want to show you what the expansion of the kingdom of God looks like. I want to challenge you to, 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 to give you illustrations, so to speak, of how the kingdom of God or how an expansion of the kingdom of God looks like. Amen. So I want, want to look at several scriptures and I want to, 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 to see what God is saying. So turn with me to Exodus chapter 1. Amen. Turn with me to Exodus chapter 1. Hallelujah. Exodus chapter 1, beginning at verse 6. The Bible says, And Joseph died, and all his brothers, and all that generation. But the children of Israel were fruitful. Say fruitful. Say fruitful. Amen. And increase abundantly. Say increase abundantly. And multiply and grew exceedingly mighty. Say multiply. And grew exceedingly mighty. And the Bible says, and the land was filled with them. Say filled with them. Now there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. And he said to his people, Look, the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come, let us deal shrewdly with them, lest they multiply and it happen that in an event of war that they will also join our enemies and fight against us and so go up out of the land. Amen. Now, this passage is very, very interesting, very, very uh, um, significant. Amen. It gave us an illustration concerning what multiplication or the expansion of the kingdom of God looks like. Amen. And so the first illustration that I want to, to focus on is that the expansion of the kingdom of God is the result of being in the center of God's will. So the center of God's will. Amen. You see, when for you and I to expand the kingdom of God, we need to be in the center of God's will. Now, every time I read this particular passage, I am amazed that, 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 that the wordings and the things that are in this passage. In fact, when you look at this passage, the Bible says that the king who did not know Joseph said to his people, look, the children of Israel are more and mightier than we are. Now, ask yourself the question, how is it possible? Amen? How is it possible that the children of Israel that enter Egypt about a couple of years, maybe about 400 years, because um, Egypt, uh, uh, um, it, was, it was after 400 years that the children of Israel had been in Egypt, uh, the children of Israel that enter Egypt with just 70 persons, Hello? When they enter Egypt, Egypt was already a country. Hello? And Egypt was, there were more than 70 persons in Egypt. 400 years or 10 generations after, the king is saying to his people, come let us deal shrewdly with the children of Israel because they are more than us and they are mightier than we are. 
Child of God, I want to let you know that the devil knows how strong you are and how powerful you are. Sometimes we underestimate what God is doing in our lives because we look at our own situation and our own circumstances. But here is an example of what a king is talking about the children of Israel. I'm sure if you are taking a, a mark and go to interview the, the members or the head of households in, in, in the children of Israel, they will not think that they were mightier than the Egyptians. Amen? But the king, said the king, the king assessment of the children of Israel was that the, the children of Israel or God's people were mightier and more powerful than the Egyptians. Now, Egypt at the time was the superpower. It was the most important nation, just like the U.S. of A today. It was the greatest nation on the earth. And here is a king saying, a group of people who came 400 years ago are more powerful than we are. But look at, this, look at how the scripture render it. The Bible says the children of Israel were what? Fruitful. Say fruitful. Say fruitful. The, the Bible says the children of Israel increase abundantly. Say increase. increase. Abundantly. Amen. The Bible says that the children of Israel multiply. Say multiply. The Bible says the good exceedingly mighty. Say exceedingly mighty. The Bible says the land was filled with them. Say filled with them. Now, what is God saying? God is saying kingdom expansion means that you are fruitful, you are uh, 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 you will increase abundantly, you will multiply, you will grow exceedingly mighty, and you will fill the land. That's what the Bible is telling you. Amen? Amen. But remember I said, in order for you to experience kingdom or for you to expand the kingdom or, or the, the, to, to look at how kingdom is to be in the center of God's will. It's the center. Now, think about it. This passage was the beginning of the slavery of the children of Israel. Because the king said to them, let's deal surely with them before they overtake us, right? And so they began to give them hard labor. They began to treat them as slaves. And they began, now think about it, if they knew that they were mightier, they would have resisted, right? But they did not know. But the Bible tells us that they were in the center of God's will. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why do I say that they were in the center of God's will? Turn to, to Genesis chapter 15, I'll show you. In Genesis chapter 15, the Bible tells us in verse 13, God speaking to Abraham, he said, know of a certain that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and they will serve them, and then the people will afflict them for 400 years. And also that nation whom they will serve, I will judge, and afterwards when your descendants come out, they will come out with great possession." That was God's word of prophecy or promise to his servant. The children of Israel were in the center of God's word. God has said to Abraham, your descendants will go into a nation. They will be in that nation. They will be afflicted by that nation. But don't worry. After 400 years, I will bring them out. 
And when I bring them out, they will come out with great possessions. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see, in order for you to expand like the way God wants us to expand, is that we need to be in the center of God's will. And to be in the center of God's will, you need to see the way God sees. Amen. You need to see things the way God sees. Now, if you read Genesis chapter 15 at the beginning of that passage, in verse 1, the Bible says, After these things, God came to Abraham, and God said to Abraham, Do not be afraid. I am your shield and your exceeding great reward. What God was saying to Abraham is, Abraham, don't, don't, don't worry. I am your God. I am your shield. I am your portion. I am yours. I have your back, so to speak. That's what God was saying to Abraham. And then Abraham said to God, God, how can you say that, that you are my shield, you are my exceeding great reward? Yeah, man, I'm 75 years old. I do not have a son. I do not have an heir. Somebody in my home will, will, that is born in my home, one of my servants will be my heir. And God began to tell Abraham, there will not be your heir, someone born of yourself will be your end. Amen? And then God told Abraham concerning his seed going into Egypt or going into a country, and that country afflicting them, and then he, God, bringing them. See, God was telling Abraham to, 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 to believe that I have a promise for you. Amen? And then Abraham said, no, but, but this person will be, will be my child. And then God said to Abraham, come outside. And then show Abraham the skies, the stars. Amen. And then God said to Abraham, look at the stars. See if you can number the stars. If you can number the stars, that's how much your children will be. You see, God was taking Abraham into his domain and letting Abraham see the way he sees. When you and I are able to see the way God sees, when we are able to envision the things that God is saying about our lives, we can expand the kingdom of God. Many times we lose all what God is doing in our lives because we cannot see beyond what God is doing. We cannot see the way God sees. It took Abraham to believe. I like what verse 8 in that passage says, verse 6. The Bible says, and Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Amen. He believed the word of God. Amen. He trusted God. He knew that God was faithful, that God was able to do what he said he would do. He could see what God saw. Amen? Amen. Look and see what God sees. Amen? Now, you say, well, Pastor, okay, uh, 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 you, you, you say that, that the children of Israel were in the center of God's will, but the Bible did not say that they were going to go into Egypt. Right? Um, God did not say they were going to Egypt. He said they were going to a land. Right? But they would find themselves in Egypt and they were uh, um, being put into slavery. So it, it might not be God's will. Well, there are several other passages. Amen? Because in, in Genesis chapter 17, God told Abraham what he was going to do. Amen? God said to Abraham, walk before me and be perfect. I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. And then God specified to Abraham, I will make a covenant with you and surely 
I will bless you and I will multiply you exceedingly. Amen. And then few years after, when Jacob, I mean Joseph was in Egypt and revealed himself to his brothers, the Bible says that, that Joseph talked to the Pharaoh and said to the Pharaoh, I want to send for my, for my father. Amen. When just, just Joseph sent for, for Jacob, Jacob was hesitant. He did not want to go to Egypt. Amen. And so the Bible says in their joining as they were going, they came to a place of Bethsaida. That, that, uh, 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 and they, they were there. Jo Jacob offered up sacrifice. Now, that place was the same place that Jacob Offer up the first sacrifice. You remember when Jacob experienced the, the dream of Jacob's ladder. Amen. Where Jacob said the house of God. The Bible says that, that Jacob offered sacrifice and God met him. And God said to Jacob, 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 don't be afraid to go down into Egypt. I am there. I am the one who sent for you. I will go down to Egypt with you and I will bless you and let you know of a certain that I will bring your people, your descendants, out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. The God we serve hallelujah. is the God that you and I need to understand that he's a good God. We need to see the way he sees. We need to hear his voice and operate uh, 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 in what he do. We need to believe his promise. And we need to act on the word that he spoke. Several years after Moses came on the scene. God delivered the children of Israel. God spoke to Moses and told Moses to tell the children of Israel to ask the neighbors for uh, uh, gifts, to borrow as many things from them as possible. You see, God had already promised Abraham that when I bring your descendants up, I will bring them out with what? Great possession. Amen. And so here were the children of Israel about to leave Egypt. They're about to go home on a journey that nobody knew. And then God said to them, tell them to ask their neighbors or their friends or the people they work for to ask them for gifts. Ask them to borrow them pots and pens and jewelries and all of that. And the Bible says that the Egyptians generously gave the children of Israel. And they gave them so much until Israel, without a war, spoiled Egypt. Amen. They took all of the wealth. From Egypt. You see, when the, your enemy is ill treating you, God will let him pay double for your trouble. Amen. Amen. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. And they left. Now, how many of you would give somebody something when and you know that they're traveling? I'm I'm traveling next week and I come to you and I say, I'm bug I, I want to borrow uh, 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 you to loan me $10,000 and you know I'm not coming back. You know there's no way for you to get that money back. Oh, I want your best dress. You know that dress, hey, you know, Sister B, that you always have. Hey, you know that I want the best one. And you know I'm not coming back. And the Bible says they gave willingly. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. See, God has a plan and a purpose. That's why expansion it's all about, and that's what I'm believing and I'm prophesying over you in 2018 and going forward. That God will begin to favor your life as you put your mind and set your heart to God and see the way God sees that God will favor your life. That people who you think are, 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 are trying to harm you will favor you and give you double. Amen. 
all the things of your faith. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. God has a plan for us. For you to experience kingdom uh, 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 expansion, you need to know that you need to be in the center of God's will. The children of Israel were in the center of God's will. And guess what? God multiplied them. God made them fruitful. Amen. When you are in the center of God's will, your life will be fruitful. You see, most of the time, sometimes we measure fruitfulness by the quantity of things. No, no, no. Fruitfulness is not the quantity. It's the quality of what God is doing in your life. Hello? Yes. There are some people right now who have a lot of money, or a lot of things, but they can't get up from their bed. Hello? You may not have a lot of money, but you can get up. You have your health. You have strength. You have good relationships. Amen? Amen. It's a quality. Amen? And God wants to give you even more. But you need to trust Him. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. But your sins are separating you from God's abundant life. Therefore, he has sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins so that you can experience forgiveness of sins and redemption from death and destruction. If you will accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you shall be saved and enjoy God's abundant life. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. Please write or email us at Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory, 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandra, Virginia, 22309, or admin at Bethelva.com. We encourage you to join a good Bible-believing church so that you can serve the Lord with other believers. If you live in the Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C. area, we invite you to worship with us at any of our services on Sunday morning at 11 a.m., our contemporary worship service, on Wednesday night at 8 p.m., our Bible study, and on Friday at 8 p.m. at our intercessory prayer meeting. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Bethel World Outreach Church, City of Glory. We are located on 8305 Richmond Highway, Suite 2A, Alexandria, Virginia, 22309. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. intercessory prayer. For more information about Bethel City of Glory and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at BethelCityOfGlory.org or email us at admin at Bethelva.com. Mm -hmm.